0: Have you ever thought about that while you're away your home could be an Airbnb? I did. I actually bought two homes in Albuquerque that I Airbnb'd and it was just an amazing investment honestly because you know as you are accruing value in your property you are also making money on the Airbnbs. It's amazing. So your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com host. Twenty One Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. It's an award-winning tequila. It's infused with real juice, with real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. It's real, so you need like two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. Hey, um, you know how I'm always trying to keep my house parties exciting? New cocktails? (laughs) Do you?
1: Yeah. Okay, well, here's
0: something's gonna flip the script. Okay. All right, Twenty One Seeds Infused Tequila.
1: Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about this, right. Oliver Hudson. Yeah,
0: 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila that's infused with juice from real fruits. You only need two to three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. Wait a
1: minute. I think I know what brand you're talking about. You know why? Yeah. Because 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend. It's female-founded. That's right. See? Sounds See like- how yeah. I know? Something I can get behind.
0: I know. Well, there's a good story behind that for sure. Listen, if you love tequila... You have to try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York.
1: Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Kate Hudson. And
0: my name is Oliver Hudson.
1: We wanted to do something that highlighted our relationship. And
0: what it's like to be siblings. <laughs>
1: ah! We are a sibling rivalry. No, no. Siblings. For free. Don't do that with your mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sibling Revelry. That's good. Are you nervous? Well, this is our for me. This is our biggest. This is our biggest. But let's so let's far. set I mean, the picture. Jimmy's like. You let's know. set
1: the picture. You're sitting in Jimmy. I want King him to like. Office, I want right? him to
0: like me. I do. <laughs> like that's really my concern. <laughs>
1: You're sitting in Jimmy Kimmel's <clears throat> office right now drinking a tequila that apparently was signed by George Clooney himself. It was,
0: yeah. Casamigos Reposado.
1: And uh shout out. Shout out to uh
0: Meldman Clooney, Meldman, Gerber.
1: The Gerbers and yeah, Clunes. Clunes. Um Hey George. Do you <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, <clears throat> how nervous are you to interview Jimmy Kimmel and his brother Jonathan Kimmel?
0: I don't have butterflies. You know what I mean, but um, how do you think Jimmy would feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want—excuse me—I want him to. Uh, I just want him to like me, like I said. Like that's probably some deeper psychological stuff. But you know what? It's—it's it's interesting. I think it could be the, the Italian roots, but there's something familial
1: about that, them.
0: It feels like I haven't even—you know—we uh, haven't done the interview yet. But it—I don't know.
1: I know we have it a weird like a, thing it where it feels it's like a
0: Hudson in some weird yeah, way. Yeah.
1: We have a weird thing where we have those familial roots with anybody who's Italian and anybody who's Jewish. Right. So pretty much everybody <laughs> in 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 Hollywood.
0: How did your research go?
1: My research with Jimmy, yeah, really Jim. interesting actually. Yeah. I'm excited about this cuz he's a real family guy. Yeah. Basically everybody works with him. I know. Um so we've got some good questions for him there. And then Jonathan, who now is no longer at the show, but he's working... Cranky Anchors. Right. Um, has worked with him forever. and is His, his Instagram is pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. He's got a good Instagram. He, he seems, reminds
0: me of me. <laughs>
1: I'm excited. I've so, I have so many questions. And then I also have the same thing as you, which is... I hope I'm just like of all the people... That you know I'm interviewing him Which I is know. weird well,
0: That's the strange part Because is that it's The tables like, have turned
1: If anybody's gonna judge yeah, gonna, How oh, Capable fuck. I am of this He's gonna judge us he, Well he's he's, he's, all, he, he's doing his show right now Knowing that he has <clears throat> to come do this Which is a little bit Probably like Oh, like fuck. That's right. I got to go do the- <laughs>
0: this. Fucking thing. I was thinking about that on the car ride over. I'm like, Jimmy's probably like finished the show and they're like, all right, what's next? I'm going to go home. like, no, oh, no, sorry, Jimmy. You have a podcast with Kate and Oliver Hudson. He's probably like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Honestly, I want to just talk to him about Stern the whole time because. And fly fishing. Yeah, and fly fishing.
1: Which I'll make sure you don't because. I'm going to
0: bring it up. So I'm going to bring up some sort of fly fishing thing. And for sure, Stern.
1: Jimmy's about to come in the room I know, but
0: you can't even walk down the hallway here Without bumping into some sort of a family member
1: No, yes, you know? that's true And I, Mickey
0: Yeah, Mickey And then I was like, oh, excuse me and they're like, oh, hey, I'm Jimmy's third cousin I'm like, Oh, okay, <laughs> that's cool I'm like, oh, hey, I'm Jimmy's nephew's aunt I'm Like, you are? How does that work? I know
1: Wait, I think he they're heading <laughs> <laughs> They're heading in the yeah, They're heading yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah It looks good It
3: looks good <laughs> No one's Thank going to be you. able to tell which one is me and which one's my brother. I know right well, now. this.
1: We've already I'll talk with the. Fire. Yeah, you, this
3: must be an <laughs> issue you guys have regularly, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are lucky you were born different genders. I know. I know. Then we could this do, would do be this a podcast. Absolute disaster. <laughs> well, we're so
1: excited! Thank you for doing that. Oh well, thanks God. for coming. Oh, I know. We're this not is... pros, so don't. Well, judge. well speak, for your, speak for yourself.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I yourself. can pretend to do our sister Jill's voice too if That's that helps good. No, yeah, throw just her distinguish in. it Um, There's
3: there's two of of you, and and then there's Jill, right? (laughs) Yes, there's three of us total. Unless our parents have been holding out, we don't know.
1: Jimmy, you're the oldest. I am. Okay. So I'm
3: nine years older than John, even though I look older, yeah. I got all the gray and all that stuff, so it's nice.
1: You're nine years apart. Yeah. Oh, that's like you and Wyatt.
4: Don't I look like the baby? Like a combination. (laughs) Just for the listeners, I'm a gross old man. I'm a gross old-looking man. I think you're... Actually pretty <laughs> handsome. Oh, oh thanks. Wow. You too. Yeah. See, there you go. Do. John,
3: don't get down on yourself. No. Hot stuff. And
1: then sisters in the middle.
3: Sister in the middle. That's like me. Mm-hmm. So
1: very similar.
3: We grew up in Las Vegas, mostly. Yeah. Uh, my family moved from Brooklyn when I was nine years old. Jonathan was three months old. Yeah. And uh, so Jonathan really was raised in yeah, Las my Vegas. Childhood was it, for the most part. Do you think that affected gambling that? youth did that affect you know? his personality? <laughs> I think it affected us all in ways that have yet to be measured. <laughs> it, it was a weird
4: kind of family. In a way, it was a very like tight knit family town, uh, as in contrast to what Las Vegas is. You know, yeah. you kind of knew everybody. Like everybody was at the same church.
0: Did you guys grow up like heavy Catholic?
4: Yeah, yeah, but it was heavy. Like, it was very progressive kind of. Cool Catholics, yes. you know. We had like it was kind of funny. We had uh, this group That's called so the Pilgrim Friars who would like come and stay with us, and they were like a singing group. They were Franciscan priests, Franciscan priests, and monks, and
3: they would stay at our house, like and, six of them.
4: And we got away unscathed. They were great guys.
1: Well, <laughs> They'd come and sing and play
3: bongos in the living room.
1: But and your parents lived. weren't religious. They were religious.
3: Yeah, but not in a bad way. You know, uh, it's. I think it's funny because I think now there's this like kind of uh-huh. negative kind It's almost almost weird to explain. It, not in a bad way. It but, was all very
0: nice. Yeah, it was yeah. all very good. We had a
3: great
1: you got priest. Got the good side of Catholicism. We did. We mm-hmm. got
3: a, the very yeah. good. But side. it's
0: interesting that you say that because when. Any time now that you talk about someone being religious, there's a negative connotation to that now. For well, some yes, in this
3: God-forsaken land uh, city we live in, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. If you go to church, you're considered to be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's whether you're religious in a way that means you feel other religions are going to be
4: cursed to hell or if you're like just like, That's ah, everybody's the- fine, we like everybody yeah. kind of thing. Right. Was
1: it strict enough in your house that it informed certain things about your personality as you got older that you actually had to kind of deal with?
3: it wasn't strict at all and i think that people uh, there there are things uh, rules that are associated with religion that don't really, i think our parents were pretty good about sticking to the basics the kind of love one another help one another stuff and um and and i think we were better
4: for it was it. pretty like community driven you know or just mm-hmm.
0: like oh everybody in but the church air. every sunday yep coffee yeah, and I slept donuts through after a lot church. of it yeah. so i was cute. an altar boy are yeah. you guys still practicing? I mean, are you with the kids? The last time I went to
4: church, it was like a Christmas Eve thing, and I uh, I sang every song loudly as Michael McDonald, just because <laughs> no one can really fault you for singing your heart out. No. But when you're doing it as Michael McDonald, Oh Father, who's
0: not in heaven,
4: it was kind of fun. It but made things a, more fun. You're a musical
0: theater dude, right?
4: Yeah, that I did have a. Um, a strong <laughs> much to Jimmy's dismay. I went into the dark world of musical theater. Okay, Jimmy
1: so didn't is, like it. This well. is one thing I found this out and Uh-oh. this is one thing Oliver it used to, you know I was quite performance oriented. So when we were little it drove him nuts because uh-huh. I was a musical theater type. Okay. And it did drive oh. drive him crazy which made me actually want to do it more do uh, more Well, it. it was all
0: about look at me here i am I no hear- it
1: wasn't it was about my love for musical theater for you <laughs> it was like no no, no, but
0: no but kate it was like mom look 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 at me look at me i mean those <laughs> words were said many many for me many times. it's just i just i've never been that interested in musical
3: theater in general but i trained john from the day he was born i actually was in the delivery room i threw a baseball right into the womb I hard too, and he caught and I picked it. Picked it off the ground. Off and the so we table. spent so many <laughs> hours training him to be a major league baseball player, and then he turned into a great baseball player, oh. and, and really like you know an accomplished baseball player in in, in Phoenix. And I I went off uh, to do radio which was what how i started and when i came back he was a musical theater guy and i said what <laughs> did you guys do to him while i was gone and i bought him a pearl jam cd i was like listen to this a lot it over and fun. over again it's all
4: <laughs> <laughs> and then i went into musical theater college and had the most sex you can pot now yeah well uh, yeah
1: was- but did you <laughs> <What> actually did <laughs>
4: I was wrong on everything.
1: <laughs> You're like he had, oh he went God. the right path. Uh,
4: but no it was weird cuz like when I was in high school I think I think part of what I love about musical theater is there's a goofiness to it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like silly and stupid but also like once you start singing along and somebody's like oh you can you sound good doing that you're like oh really oh maybe now I'm interested and that's what I was like kind of goofing on someone I think in high school and the uh, drama teacher was there and he was like hey you want to be an into the woods and I was like what is that a thing can I do that (laughs) I'm also like on the baseball team and I talked to my coach and he was like, "Oh, I have, uh, you know, season tickets at Gamage the theater. Like, yeah, you should do it, and we'll make it. We'll make it work for your schedule." It was like a weirdly <laughs> supportive group where it's like, That's "Yeah, amazing. you like that? Do that too. Go for it." It was. Uh, it was kind of nice. That was in Arizona. when We moved there. I
1: mean, all of you guys. And I wish. Actually, I actually wish Jill was here because she's a comedian.
2: Yes. yes, she's great.
1: And and all of you guys now are all in the same business. I mean, you're in comedy, but you're yeah. on the more producerial direct. Director, right. yeah, and, and then Jill left. is stand up. anchors now, and she's at yeah. the. She's now isn't she doing stuff at your the new at my, yeah, Vegas my comedy club, comedy in club Vegas. which she is works exciting. There
3: a lot. She does she a lot of stuff. Everywhere. She tours.
4: Uh, in a, she uh, does a all lot around with the with the troops, and
2: Do you she goes go, everywhere. Is there
1: she's an good. internal dynamic with you guys that's like inside the family at the Thanksgiving table? Who's the funny? Hold on. Na- now? Is yeah,
0: now? Is this now or is this like when they were kids?
1: Oh, kids. When you guys were kids. Was it kids.
0: fucking chaos? It's always Cousin Sal, is the answer to well, that. Well, yeah, question. it is true. <laughs> yeah. Was but it I, chaos I think- as kids at Thanksgiving? Was it nuts?
3: Um, we it, all kind of like it was.
0: In, We're entertained
4: it was nice. by our aunts and uncles and stuff. It was like that was more the I, show I, than I ourselves. Show. We're
3: provocateurs. We we will sit there and and get our older relatives going. That's what we That's the do. Best. Okay. That is what we do. But we also have like it, it's interesting the, the dynamic, and I, I I noticed this because we go on fishing trips. I have a son who's twenty six years old and a twenty eight year old daughter, and then two little ones. But I noticed that to my son Kevin, no one is funnier than ben jonathan Mm. i mean they have like their humor so it's it is interesting how different people in the family gravitate toward each other and everyone has like their favorite and vice versa and and there really isn't our family is very funny we have a very funny family we are not the funniest ones in our family. Yeah. I mean, my aunt Chippy is just a nonstop. She's
0: amazing. Oh, well, she's I was just so talking to funny all uh, the time. her daughter who was just here, right? Mickey, was, Mickey. Yeah, Mickey, yeah, Mikey. Mickey. Mickey. That's my cousin. That's actually. your cousin, right? Yeah. And, and uh, I asked, "It is is Chippy? Is that a sh- is that shtick? <laughs> is her that mother. her? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I was like, is that her? I mean, is that who she is? She understands
4: why she's funny. She but knows she knows she will always deliver. You know, she's eighty
3: years old. She's as cantankerous as. As can be. I put her on the show from time to time, and uh, there's nothing I enjoy more than getting her going i love it and i i just i love pulling pranks on her i (laughs) i load her to this day i will put explosives in her cigarettes and my god and she's the person who smacked me the most as an adult she did
4: especially like i don't think any other performers i've directed have smacked me nearly as much
0: as (laughs) chippy yeah i've been hit by aunt chippy what was what was discipline like and when you guys were kids scary you got wooden spoon stuff and well, <laughs>
3: our, like you know, Did our you know, our spanked aunt and our no, no spanking. no spanking. In fact, I distinctly remember moving from Brooklyn and my sister, we moved to Las Vegas and my sister misbehaved in some way at school and they paddled her. They hit her with like a wooden paddle. And my mother went absolutely berserk she went i mean it was like i don't think she even drove to the school she just she went there in a ball of fire and tore the place apart it was still like you never t- i mean i think she may have hit some of the teachers with the battle
1: i was watching the the genealogy segment with your aunt and your dad Oh yeah. And he seemed so sweet.
3: Our dad is very sweet. It, it, yes, it, it, yeah. I awesome. could
1: tell that his I mean, from what from the little bit that I saw in that, that he his demeanor is quite gentle and sweet. Is that am I getting the right? Yeah,
3: yeah no, he is very, especially with little kids, especially with his grandchildren, he's he's very gentle he's 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 great with
0: with kids well here's the thing is the kimmels the, the 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 what's up with the kimmel side like we seem to really see the italian side of the family well, the
3: italian side of the family basically devoured the uh german irish <laughs> side of the family. Like, okay you guys i mean like it, we, we moved to las vegas to be with the italian side of the family and we which is we,
1: so strange because usually it's the other way around isn't it
3: well italians are you know inseparable in a lot of ways and uh an also very forceful, so my father had no choice. I mean, he really had to give up his own parents and accept my our grandparents on the yeah. Italian side as his own. Wow. There are great Kimmels out there. They we like a lot of us
4: just went west, and then like half of the Kimmel family kind of stayed on the east coast, and so we're we
1: Italian. see them. Yeah, we're Italian Oh, so, so our father yeah. is Sicilian.
0: Yeah. So
1: and oh, but, but our great. Sicilian side is Jersey.
0: Do the Kimmels get any the, the recognition that they deserve in this whole big family of yours? It's you know what I mean? Group, it's Kimmel. a solid There's group It's a solid They don't you demand know. a lot of attention. They don't. No, they,
4: I mean like the Italian but you're side tight of family with the Kimmels? are like the big attention part of the family yeah. for sure. Yeah. But yeah. We are. We we see uh, now that Jimmy does the show um, once a year, we go to Brooklyn. We get to like reunite with everybody yeah. at least once a year. Oh, that's cool. If they're not like visiting or something.
1: What's your earliest memory of your older brother?
4: Um, Jimmy above me with a dribble of spit. Out of his lips, slowly trickling down. I don't know why my mouth would be open it seemed, for some reason because he told like you bad to advice. open it. I think because you're screaming. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think I connect to my there's a really early audio recording that my mother did of me when I was four, and I still like even though I was in Vegas, like had the Brooklyn accent because my parents did, and she's just like, Jonathan, um, tell me what you're doing today, and, and I'm just like. I went to a movie and she's like, and what'd you see? She's like, I went to see Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. And like listening to it now, like I was four and she took me to Indiana Jones. And <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck was going on? Because <laughs> like now with your own kids, you're just like, oh, oh which know. one's okay? Oh, I yeah, love this as a kid, but this not one's me. a little rough. Oliver,
0: there was no like,
1: his,
3: safety or any of that
1: stuff. Oliver, I no, lean into
0: it, man. I, I lean into it we, I don't a fight big,
1: it. we have a big.
0: Yeah, we have a big. Yeah, This is where is we differ. Our parenting, parenting discrepancies styles. in the way we do. Mm-hmm. That. Like my Europe, kids go over there and come back and like they can't sleep for
1: like you know two weeks I'm like what what's going on he's like
0: oh my six i I can't
1: tell you and i'm like what do you mean he's like because you won't let me go to uncle ollie's if i tell you
0: (laughs) what about you when when you're when your baby well i remember when he was born he was a huge baby like he was like (laughs) jonathan
3: was breastfed for too long Mm -hmm. and (laughs) i was talking still like he was talking he was doing math (laughs) <laughs> he, he was, in fact, my father always says that he got so big, and he was big just coming out of the, you know, the canal mm. just to start with. He was ten pounds. But I'm only off was, it for like two weeks so, now. Were
1: you guys all big babies? He
3: was so big that when he got hungry, he would just tear my mother's shirt off.
1: <laughs> 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 they finally
2: had to stop yeah. because she couldn't go to the mall anymore.
4: She'd, she'd like, she,
0: yeah, I'm
4: hungry. Get over here. So cute. <laughs> she should have pressed charges really.
0: Um, so my my brother and I are actually uh, like you, same with Wyatt. We're about ten years, nine ten years apart. Mm-hmm. Like, was there a time when it clicked? You know what I mean? Like when it was like, all right, we've gone from older brother to younger brother to now.
4: Well, all we I've are, ever been was like, you know, everything Jimmy. I was like, can I can I go with you? Looked and up I to hang him out. like crazy, and to his credit, he was just like the nicest, you know, like the most inclusive person you could imagine. Oh, you yeah. know, it's like, not that nice though. I well, mean, I mean, you're nice it, to say that, but, but not, not mean in a way that I could ever really register.
1: And we I mean, I up. got
4: dragged down the, the stairs while I was asleep a couple of times just to see if I would
3: wake up. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I don't
4: remember. That's a good one. Uh, I used Cledo, to tell him, I think did that. Cleto,
3: who was my <laughs> band leader, grew up across the street from us in Las Vegas, and he's a year older than I am. And so Cleto and I were always together and Jonathan was, you know, he's a kid. He was, you know, like. I don't know, six years old, he wanted to you always say, can I go? Can I go? It's always, can I go? And we used to say, <laughs> Cleto used to say, John, you can come when hell freezes over. And he used to ask my mother, when is hell freeze over? <laughs> we also came up, and I think Cleto came up with this too, uh, a fictional character called the Penis Man yeah. <laughs> who, would chop, who would chop your penis off <laughs> if you didn't do what you were supposed to do. And Jimmy would say if I was good,
4: because we'd sleep, here. Had like two different twin beds in his room, and I would all, most of the time sleep in there. And he was like, "I'll I'll bless the walls so that the penis
3: man doesn't come in the middle and, <laughs> and <laughs> chop the <your> penis off." <laughs> I was an altar boy. This I was able is, to do that. That <laughs> is terrible.
2: So,
3: I also, for many years, uh, maybe like two years, Jonathan was convinced that I was Superman. And yeah. what I would do was oh, I would is... have my what do you mean, hair in a curl. I'd have my hair in a curl and then he'd walk in the room and I'd quickly mess it up just so that he wouldn't see the curl and he'd be like, I saw the curl. I'm like, don't tell anyone.
1: We actually convinced our younger brother's friend that we were a family of vampires. He oh, yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> awesome. used to come over and we literally would set up the most in. <laughs> insane like serious oh, like yeah. We had coffins in <laughs> oh, yeah. the closet. I don't know oh, how we even got where did you get got, those. We made them. We, made we them. like made these crazy yeah. coffins we had blood. and That's we awesome. had one friend like literally upside down on the rack like on the ra- to, like like sleeping upside down. It was oh, when we Lost went, Boys we was really all, big. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, we did we went we, all in. like
1: you can't wake you can't wake them they're sleeping. That kid like was this.
0: extremely gullible though.
1: <laughs> Cuz once we
0: went when was the vampire phase ended we we told him we were going to launch a <laughs> space shuttle from the fucking basement <laughs> and we put tin foil all over the basement and filmed like we weird filmed doors opening and we're like on all this, right We like little we had lights i mean you know oh, it was all about that we like that. did a strobe light mean, it was light like entertaining and the whole time
1: like, it was really it was i mean we were creating the But set. you guys
0: were a family of entertainers pretty much right even though not really i mean i we never, never really, well just really, yeah. just no i'm saying not not necessarily in an occupation but just in in your personalities it seems as though you guys in brooklyn were big.
3: everyone is an entertainer so we wound up in las vegas where people were kind of normal so we seemed like entertainers oh, okay, in it. a way yeah. yeah
0: and we had an
4: entertaining family and but like for for me growing up there was never a like oh i'm also like a comedy person i always loved comedy and kind of like a comedy geek and like
3: like sketch shows and stuff yeah. like that so but. then
1: when did the bug hit like for you first our, our
3: parents, parents our mother well for me i think i remember distinctly a couple of things I, one of them is i remember uh we we're in vegas and, and my parents our parents came home and my dad was wearing an arrow through his head and i said what is that And he said oh we went to go see this guy steve martin he's so funny and i never heard of steve martin Wow. and uh, and then he he bought the album at the show, and I think it was Wild and Crazy Guy. Uh, and and I used to listen to it secretly because it's not something my mother would have approved of me hearing. But I'd listen to it over and over again. And then they bought his book, Cruel Shoes, which we would read. And and they really were into comedy, Mel Brooks, and all of these yeah. these these movies. My mother's a goofball too. Yeah. I mean, she was a mean parts, but her high yeah, school. she's like
4: funny and. Um, and like it all kind of stems, yeah, from my grandfather who was always like, so they just exposed
1: you to the great world of comedy. I think it's important to say that the things that we have partnerships with in terms of our ads are businesses that we really like. Mm -hmm. They're businesses that either we love their product or they're doing, certain things for the environment that we love or their their give-back portions yes. or something that we're super inspired by. And, um, and we're specific about the people that we right. talk about. They're
0: carefully curated.
1: Carefully curated. And um, this one in particular, I actually love. I am a small-chested woman, and I think that there are certain people that do bras in a really amazing way that kind of fit for every woman. This one in particular... This company, it's called Third Love, you do this quiz. It's a fit quiz. They ask you every question you need for what your bra needs are, depending on how you like to wear them, what your vibe is, what your bra size is, what your even activities are, all that stuff. And then they perfectly match a bra for you, for your type.
0: Mm, I can't wait.
1: And, (laughs) (laughs) But the number one thing I love about this company is their give back. Mm -hmm. So they donate all of their gently used or returned bras to women in need. And they've donated over $15 million in bras. Oh, wow. They call it the perfect fit promise, right? So like you have 60 days to wear it. If Mm -hmm. you don't like it or if it doesn't feel right, you can return it. So we are offering – our listeners 15% off of their first order.
0: Okay, let me do this one because this is where I can contribute. Okay. Go to thirdlove.com slash sibling, S-I-B-L-I-N-G, sibling. Now to find your perfect <laughs> fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase.
1: Okay, Oliver, here's another one. This, I love this company, I'm really into their mushroom coffee. Oh, I have this. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I love
0: it. I love really? it. I love it. Yes, love it. yes. By the way, I drink it every single morning. It's in Colorado as well.
1: There you go. Mm-hmm. Four, sigmatic. four
0: Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic. F-O-U-R.
1: Not like four as right. in four Sigmatic, but four as in the number four. Well, what you So you drink it. Do you usually morning. drink it in the morning? One
0: one one cup a day.
1: I find that I do my little mushroom coffee, my Four Sigmatic around like noon to 2. Mm. That's like my kind of go-to time yeah. for that. I love I love it. It tastes so it good. It tastes so good. Uh-huh.
0: You know. And don't let the mushroom part throw you off, by the way.
1: No. You know. It's so great. Well, the mu- mushrooms are so great for you. So it's yeah. lion's mane. Now, lion's mane's great for cognitive. So it's really good for the brain. It's it's got great long-term
0: effects. When I drink my cup of coffee in the morning, if it's not 4 sigmatic, there's a little jittery thing, you know, ba ba ba. But when I have the Four Sigmatic, it's, there's a little bit more just clarity. It's, yeah. it's more of just there's a smooth ramp up to your day yeah. for me.
1: This is an awesome company. And I can't wait to see the products that they're going to do.
0: And of course, of course, Katie, we have uh, a special offer for the Sibling Revelry audience. Receive 15% off your Four Sigmatic order. Go to foursigmatic.com slash sibling or enter code sibling at checkout. That i g m a t i c dot com slash sibling to receive 15% off your order. Boom.
1: So Steve Martin, and then you have Mel Brooks, you're introduced to all this stuff. So then when did you say, oh, well, I want to be a radio host? Like, how did that when kind of-
0: When he heard Howard Stern.
3: Oh, yeah, um, Howard okay. Stern and Howell. also Which, is, by the way, Letterman. I could talk
0: to you about I mean, Howard, I'm I'm a super fan. Like, I'm obsessed. same
3: here. My Uncle Vinny used to make tapes of the show and mail them to us in Las Vegas. And so I just listened to the tape, you know, like 90 minutes of Howard Stern I listened to a thousand times and just hoped that he sent me another one. But also I read in a magazine interview that David Letterman had started in radio. So those two things, and then I worked at a clothing store called miller's outpost which you may oh, remember yeah. oh, but yeah. i worked there and there was a guy who worked there who worked on the college radio station he said hey you're funny you should be on the radio and that's how i went up the radio just mm-hmm. went into the station college radio yeah college radio
1: that leads me to an interesting question i was thinking about this uh you said something that once that was about how that's the hardest audience now the ki- that young kids, no, young oh. kids are the hardest for oh. a, for a comedian.
3: Yeah, they are. They are because they're not sure what's they they haven't fully developed yet, and they're not sure what what is okay to laugh at. Do you exactly. think it was like
1: that then, though, when no. you started? No. no, totally different. No, because now.
3: people weren't attacking each
0: other yeah. all the time. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think, and I'm I, it's it's almost like. Again, you don't know what you're. What's okay to laugh at? I think a lot of the times, you know, there are irreverent jokes that people feel that funny in their gut, and they want to laugh and express laughter, but they're hesitant about it because they don't know whether it's politically correct to laugh at certain right. things yeah. nowadays. And as you get older,
3: though, you you, be, you figure it out. You become more comfortable. But sometimes, especially now,
0: where you know you make one wrong move online and, well, and it's I mean, going to it. with you for your where life. Where are you guys, mean, are you guys at with that, actually? I mean, how has comedy changed for you guys? We mess this- up constantly. A- <laughs> I know, <laughs> but, but, you, but if you screw up now, you yeah, know what I mean? Stakes are higher. Stakes sure. are much, much higher. But yeah. you, your brand of comedy has always been, you know well nothing listen, too crazy when i was on the radio
3: you know i said a lot of things that probably wouldn't wouldn't go over so well now
1: you well know? but i was thinking about because letterman you know i've been interviewed by both of you guys mm-hmm. and it, it's a very different i mean you're very different styles but letterman i think there's a lot of things that letterman was able to get away with not that long ago mm-hmm. that probably wouldn't have, would have been Ch- ch- at least you know on the on the ticker in the morning
3: right
1: uh don't you think
3: yeah well twitter is really cha- is what has changed things i think more than anything twitter and this mentality this kind of witch hunt mentality where people love going after other people because it makes you feel like you're a good person if you point out the deficiencies in others you know and a lot of times people have a point you know you can't say like oh well it, they're never. It's never wrong, and maybe we are a gentler society as a result of it. Mm-hmm. But it is a shame when you see a, just a tiny, tiny portion of the public. Um, I don't. Know, I just think I worry about stand-up comedians being able to try out material.
4: I think it's all about, like, the, your way in with whatever the, the premise is. Like, how are you framing the premise? Is it something that you're saying you believe or you're you're pointing out that people believe different ways? Like, you can change. Like, I'm I'm doing this show Crank Anchors now, which is, like, puppets making prank phone calls. And so there's been a lot of, like, people asking me how I'm going to do it yeah. um, with, like, sensitivities today. And I usually, like, root it back into, like, well, what are you like when you go to lunch with somebody? Are you, like, spouting off... Crazy obscenities about all sorts of different people, or are you like, are, at, are you at your core a considerate person? I think you can like push yes. the boundaries of mm-hmm. comedy as long as you like, keep your consideration and sure. Charge. Well, but
1: what's it's also, but though, it's also you guys come from a solid family, right? Which is, I think, in, in comedy,
3: some of them are liquid, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but in comedy, a lot of these women and men are coming from. Really fucked up backgrounds. I mean,
2: yeah,
1: I, and we we know them and love them and they're hilarious. But there's this sort of darkness that kind of is rooted in their comedy. You know, their their defense mechanism. You and I think it comes across in both of you. I mean, obviously, you know, and I think it's we should say this that you were a writer on the, on the show for a while, right? Yeah, and, and then you direct a lot of the segments. Writer
3: on
4: South Park. Writer
1: on South Park, and, 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 mm-hmm, South Park mm-hmm, and yeah, I made
4: just about everybody <laughs> angry at one point or another.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: but,
4: but even at South Park, like that. Writer's room, I think it's important and it's tough for people in like Chappelle's situation where you're an individual comic and you're kind of like working crowds of your like it's 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 kind of you doing it all on your own in a lot of ways. Sometimes, like with our shows, or like if you know if Jimmy's doing like more of a Oscars, like you want to have other people that you can have the conversation about what the material you're going forward with is, and like that's usually what was good at South Park. It was always like how do we pose a terrible question but an honest question? It's right. like if your question is honest, like we we did this episode I was sure my mother was going to be really upset about where there was a statue of uh, uh, m- the virgin mother that was like crying blood. And they were like, well, the pope is going to decide whether this is a miracle or not. And I try to pose the honest question, like if the blood was coming out of another orifice, would it it still (laughs) be miraculous? (laughs) And that, of course, turned into Trey like the Virgin Mary is shitting <laughs> I was like, oh okay All right, we're going for it and That's I like, called my mother and then but, but, she but, called me like the day after she's like that was hilarious she's always had like That's you know awesome. an open but you know what it does it, it but it
0: speaks that, so. to the brand of humor and if you create the brand for yourself then you're able to get away with more even now what about the man show like do uh-huh. you watch those episodes and how no. do you f- <laughs> no, but, no but I'm saying when you would would you would you, are you like oh god or are you like this was just Everybody me back then a, you know
3: mostly what bothers me when I look back at stuff, it's not about the content. It's about the quality, and sometimes I'll go like – Oh boy, yeah, that one wasn't good enough to put on. I wish we, I wish we'd, we'd had another three months to work on the show. We were doing at that time twenty six episodes of the show in six months' time, mm-hmm. so it was a lot more than what people put on TV now. Now yeah. an episode, and now an order for a show is ten episodes mm-hmm. for the year. So nice. So that's really what I. But you know, ultimately, like, what are you going to do? I can't go back in time. No, but that's Nor what it was I want then, to. It's like dude, at the time
1: I went, I went back was. in time. On the first time you ever interviewed me. Oh, you did? At the, didn't I tell you this? On the Super Bowl? And it was me and oh. McConaughey.
3: Yeah, it was. Yes, it was the, the first Super Bowl. It was the day before my show premiered. Yes, yes.
1: And then I went and I looked and I tried to find it. I mm-hmm. wanted to find it to see like what did we, you what find we were, it? No, but what I want to find it. What channel is it on, it. Jimmy? It it was, I think it, it was, was on, on MTV.
3: Oh no, <laughs> it was on MTV.
1: Oh, okay. okay. It was a
3: sports uh, Super Bowl themed special hosted by my cousin Sal. That we thought would be a good idea. To do live the day before my show premiered in San Diego. By the way, it was seventeen years. ago. Seventeen years ago.
1: Yeah, not crazy.
3: It is crazy. That's so wild. I
1: know. When you were working together more, did you ever?
3: You know, we work on crank anchors together. Created the show. Do you ever like argue about
1: something? Like, if you want to (laughs) go somewhere with a joke, or if you want to hit on something, like we never argue about
3: jokes. I don't think it's ever happened in our lives. No, really? we just have the same sense of humor. I mean, we yeah. were raised in the same house. And- but
1: what about whether to go for it or not? Ooh. Like do you ever have moments where you're like, I don't think we should touch that subject?
3: Um not I don't and think who we would do. be more I think, so. I think we just at this point, I do so many shows that I just have an internal like just just for expediency's sake, I, I know what I, it, rarely do we cross any kind of a line because i kind of know what works and what doesn't and uh, and i learned that the hard way
0: you know but um we don't really have that I, when was the first time you guys worked together when did you got when when, when did it become like professional you know rather well i than went brother, to brother? a theater
4: college and i was you know auditioning and i was like a bass baritone so most of my roles are still 10 years ahead of me Mm -hmm. play like judge turpin and sweeney (laughs) todd or something but uh, i talked to jimmy on the phone and he was working on like ben stein's money or something he was like why don't you come out and i'll like help you talk to some people and so i got to talk to a few different like producers and um, well first
3: you worked on the chris rock show in new york right
4: yeah Um, then i did that too um And uh, just like skipped around, like learning different production jobs.
3: We worked on the man, he was a PA on the man show when
0: we started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So did you facilitate? Yeah. You were like, you were the older brother, you had some success, and you were like, john like jonathan let's let's go come on yes
3: well i have an arrogance that um, yeah. <laughs> anyone who's related to me is funnier well, than anyone else by the way
2: <laughs> i mean
1: clearly you're into everybody i meet it's like i'm a son it's so I'm fucking a great, your wife well your wife it's so great works here she your is, son yeah. your older son your oldest son
3: my oldest son
1: and then my cousin your mickey cousin your my
3: cousin yeah. sal aunt chippy
1: and then Who else? your IDs uncle was here us, for forever. Carly, my Security.
3: Wife, my uh, niece and nephew worked here over the summer. Um, so,
4: my amazing. son was just doing a prank phone call, and both of them are singing the theme song now for Crank Anchors because I without Crank Anchors, my wife and I met on that show in the original incarnation of it so like they wouldn't exist without this those prank public 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 calls. wow calls. how many yeah. years can, have I you been a together? Long? can i do can i do a phone call please do
0: i want i want to come on and do a phone call John, yeah, we're ready how long i'm, have I'm they so been? down
1: yeah how long have you guys been married
0: uh, thirteen years.
1: Thirteen years. Yeah, amazing.
0: So wait, Jimmy, have you ever said to a relative who was like, "Hey, Jimmy, can I come?" And you're like, eh, "Sorry, you're you're not really." Uh, <laughs> yes, it happens. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, you know the thing is, because once you open the open the door, the floodgates are open, and now it's like, "Oh, oh Jimmy, I I can can I be a PA?" I always
3: <laughs> look at it this way. I look at it as first of all, what do you want to do? Because if you're looking to be a star, I don't necessarily have a spot for you here because you have to work your way up and you're not just going to be on the air on Mm -hmm. it now if i was doing local radio or something i try to tell that to
1: oliver all the time
3: (laughs) (laughs) but if you want to be like a producer or have a career in in writing or something like that that uh, you can work your way up then then we talk but if people Sometimes people, and you know how it is, and it's not really limited to family, friends mm-hmm. as well. They just want a magic wand to be waved mm-hmm. and you you know, f- everything to be great. Yeah. And you know, I have people who work here who you know who, who yeah, they work their, work ass their off. way up. Yeah, and, and I can't shove somebody the how- head of the line. John started as a PA. Everyone in my family who works for me started at, on the lowest rung and worked there. it's out. so much less so likely though, to sue each so other as part of the,
4: one of the good things.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> exactly.
3: I mean, there can be
4: family members who like don't take the work more seriously, but like the greatest failure for me would not be like writing a joke. Jimmy didn't like, it would be like not working hard. right (laughs) you know did you ever ever that's like from the beginning like the the terror in your mind but when you were pitching
0: jimmy something do you ever feel like anxiety like i'm gonna pitch this fucking idea and i hope he likes it and and you get shot down and it's well it's more
4: anxiety over like wanting to do the idea rather than like anxiety over how he'll respond like if i want to do something and he's like i don't think it works then i'll be be, like bummed that That you don't get to do you you know but it's still so fortunately, fav- his show some so. of my favorite
1: stuff that you do is when it's a little like the the white Bullshit. house correspondence 2012 you got pretty like you said some pretty crazy
3: <laughs> crazy things, crazy yeah. things. Well, yeah, right.
1: and I, mean, I loved it yeah and did you guys work together on stuff like that
3: yeah at that time john was a writer on the show and i'm sure worked on that Uh, Yeah, that as well. I wrote most of that.
1: I know that there's certain subjects that are more challenging, but politics, does it feel more like it's like open season for you? Like you can just really go there?
3: I mean, I think one of the, th- the things that we grow up with is the idea that politicians are public servants and if they decide to get into it that, that we don't have to hold our criticism back and right. and and now it's hard to hold your criticism back and i really found found that that some of the things i used to be very interested in like sports for instance seem trivial to me right now because of the other things that are going on and you know we we all we're all tired of talking about donald trump Mm -hmm. but we don't feel like we each day there's another wheelbarrow full of nonsense that we have to sort through and present and it's just you know uh, from the beginning the idea of the show was we talk about the news of the day and this is the news i remember a time where there was nothing to talk about you'd have to like come up with some generic bit and that just never happens anymore no
1: do you feel a responsibility to that though do you ever have moments where you're like i don't want to talk about this shit oh yeah
3: all the time almost every day and i sit here and i've got the tv on and 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 it's just like oh boy here's another thing and another thing and but i also think it is I won't say it's important because I don't think what I do is important. But I, you know, ultimately I'm there to entertain people. But I do think that it's important to me to continually point out that what's going on right now is not normal. And I think I think with comedy you can make it digestible. And people can watch cable news and they can get angry. They can watch MSNBC and get really worked up. They can watch Fox News and get really worked up. For for me, I want to present these insane things that are going on in, in in a funny way. And I think hopefully it keeps people who might not be engaged, engaged.
0: And it reminds them. But the great thing I do, I think, Jimmy, honestly, is you've got balls and courage. Because, yes, there is funny. But when... You know, when we're dealing with health care and you know, you're talking about your kid and that all went down. I appreciate not, you saying it, it's but not I, an
3: easy it's not courage really. It's not it, easy to do. It's a though. feeling of having no choice is what it is for me. Like when there's a, a shooting
0: in my home. Courage to or, put yourself out there. I wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's hard that that's Personally it is very difficult for me and you know it, that, that 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 it's gonna get picked up and everyone's gonna talk about it and you're gonna get made fun of by people and people yeah. are gonna revere you you're gonna have you're gonna run the gamut but you know that's gonna happen but you say fuck it uh, this isn't that important to me that I need to say this. I don't feel like
3: it, it. For me, it's just I just sometimes feel cornered, and and I feel like this is my only way out of this corner. Yeah, and how can you
4: mm-hmm. you would regret
3: it for the rest
4: of your life, like not when you have the opportunity. Right. To say I mean, something not, right. that, that is like what I'm saying. When like you, have you have the ha- platform.
1: Ha- yeah. you, you have to tackle these big stories. You know, after 17 years of doing this, how much gas is in that tank? do you
3: think? Um, <laughs> fumes? <laughs> Boy, I don't know. You know, I really don't know. Uh, I I know that Because you're like right in your now, pocket
1: right now.
3: Right now, it feels mm-hmm. like, you know, there's momentum. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's weird. Every week and every month, you just kind of, like some nights, you just feel like you have momentum and some nights you don't. And um, you, one of the, if there are any good things about our current administration, it's that there's always something to care about there's always something to get fired up about and to have an opinion about and that's not always the case so for us, yes, there's material. Uh, if I could w- w- wave a magic wand and make him go away, I would, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> but since he is here, he does give us plenty of things. To and I
4: about. would let
0: Jimmy puppeteer on crank anchors if he needed to work. <laughs> like that, if he wanted to, just <laughs> you, needed yeah. Yeah. you know what? You know what, and Then we'll come off of this. But you know what? The, the the real issue I think is aside from the policies and the politics, the desensitized that you're we're desensitized to the insanity that is mm-hmm. happening. It's so in our face now that the things that, you know, eight years ago, five years ago would have been, oh my God, is now just, oh, just scroll through, scroll through. It's a scroll. We're in a scroll through culture where nothing hits home anymore because he's done his job in the sense that he has desensitized us to anything. That, is, that should be extremely impactful.
1: Yes, and it's also it's just an interesting time, I think, for comedy because it's hard... It's not that it's not that funny. I mean, it's like
0: part
3: of what I enjoy is I know that it probably drives him crazy that we are <laughs> all <laughs> making fun oh of him my God. every night so at eleven thirty and twelve thirty.
1: I love that. And he I watches so it all. Much. It
0: does give me a little bit of <laughs> satisfaction.
1: Oh God! All right. Well, so, I don't want to keep you guys here for for much longer. Wait, wait. I, I gotta. Got
0: so, so you know that I'm a. I've been. Fly fishing since I was six years old. He big fish. I'm very proficient. It's a passion of mine. Fishing just in general is a passion of mine. Dry fly or what? Well, all of it, really. Oh, I mean, of ahead. course dry, but dry is the ultimate. you, know? <laughs> do you no, fish? <laughs> we fish? We, fish? we no, do, no. yeah, but we I still do. don't know shit. You don't know shit? That's what
2: do you I we, know
3: that, we know that we're not allowed to nymph fish or uh, streamer fish, only dry fly. What? Because... Our, um, our mentor is Huey Lewis who taught us <laughs> to fish Oh really and oh he doesn't God, tolerate Huey it He gets very angry he gets, it, he gets, he gets real angry fishing yeah.
0: that's, but that's uh, bullshit do you ri- do, do river stuff or do you do ocean I love stuff? I love uh, bone fishing as well floating drifting floating 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 so
1: I, uh, we just we went not that long ago I didn't catch anything I'm terrible at it uh, apparently but I love it I mean just being out on the water and
0: it's the greatest it's the best we love it too.
1: Okay, Sakara, full disclosure. I was maybe one of the first people that they ever sent their food delivery service to.
0: I remember, remember this? this. Years ago,
1: they sent over the food. Yep. It's so good. Yep, I remember this. And their little chocolates, or their probiotic chocolates, all this stuff. I know them very well. Sakara is a, a food delivery system and they formulate your plan and they send you delicious meals, yummy meals, Are as well yummy, as- Are they yummy, by the
0: way? Are they like- they're super good,
1: really good. Yeah, I really like them. But they add also daily essentials, so they do some like supplements, teas, things that support your nutrition.
0: Uh, and I'm reading this right now to boost results. Try the best-selling metabolism super powder, an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. I need this like directly Yesterday? in my veins. <laughs> Can I get an IV of metabolism super powder? Because I'm so bloated.
1: You would benefit from what Saqqara is offering. Well,
0: I'm going to do it. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash sibling or enter code sibling at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-Q-A-R-A dot com slash sibling to get 20% off your first order. Saqqara.com slash sibling.
1: As parents, do you guys, are you similar parenting style?
0: I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. 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 In what, I mean, in that that there's no nonsense. I don't know how fun we are.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, we,
3: I mean, we, yeah, because we say weird things to our kids and and we're also. I don't think think my
4: kids will really appreciate me until like they're in the years to see all of the stuff I've worked on where they'll be like, oh, okay, you're cool. Yeah. But like for now, no, I mean, the kids are. Pretty good kids. Yeah, I mean, I can't so complain. Great. They're close in age, so like, and are they super that, close?
1: Like our kids are real, like yeah, super they all close.
3: Oh yeah, love they each love each other.
1: other. Yeah. Um, you have older kids and younger kids, like I do. Yes, I have a sixteen-year-old and a baby. Right. And how do you feel that that sort of informed you the second time around?
3: Well, it's it's
1: like two groupings.
3: It gives you confidence more than anything. I think you forget all the the actual like tips that you've learned along the way i I found anyway, I was like, oh, how do I do this again and what oh yeah, right I have to yeah, we have to put diaper cream on after change it. <laughs> but you do what you do have is you know that you that these two children are now adults and alive and that you did it the first time and you'll be able to do it again and that for me because the first time around I was a kid you know I had my my daughter when I was twenty four and yeah right and and you don't know what you're doing and mm-hmm. I didn't even live I near thought my I family. did. <laughs> I, I, I was on the road working radio jobs and getting fired each time and I didn't have my, my parents. I didn't have my wife's parents. I wow. Had, you know, it was just really me and my ex wife and and were you we didn't away have money. A lot? I mean
0: we're you, from the kid? No,
3: I wasn't away. No. I was away with the kids with the kids front. Okay. like I worked in uh, in Vegas, Phoenix, Seattle, back to Phoenix, Tampa, Florida palm springs tucson arizona Sheesh. and then to la so i was i moved to a lot of times wow and uh it was hard it was hard it's much easier the second time around. and like first baby as a dad you're like i'll just heat
4: some bottles up i guess <laughs> or i think I, I think i'm helpful i don't really
2: know <laughs> just give
3: this kid a sausage
1: be fine. <laughs> all right well let's go we do a quick thing we ask uh you guys to answer for your sibling it's just quick, oh, okay. quick and funny all right um
0: don't say it's funny until they laugh okay okay <laughs> okay that's
1: right it's actually not that funny it's just fun for people to to think that should be a thing it's um, not funny until so they what laugh. would they choose okay you uh, Jimmy you do it first for okay. for Jonathan would he want the power of invisibility or the power of flight
3: oh definitely flight flight
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice nice why.
3: Although I do have a theory that if we could fly, we wouldn't. We'd fly for a li- like, a f- like a few weeks, and then it'd be like, oh, God, it's exhausting to fly. <laughs> right. It would be like running. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you, you become an adult. It's to- like, how often are you running?
2: Like, you just have one it's moment, a, point, a few days into it that
0: really scares you, and you're like, ah, I don't know if I'm so so I know. You, <laughs> you hit like an updraft. You're like, I'm yeah. never fucking doing this again. Yeah, man. I just but went <laughs> – I ran into an electrical like, wire. I have – I don't know. It's, I've noticed over
4: the years that like – if. If I ever walk away from, like, a set where I'm directing or something, like, I immediately, I don't expect other people to turn the mics off. Like, I immediately just take my headphones off because, like, I don't like with the idea of invisibility. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of cool things mm-hmm. you can yeah, do. Yeah, but I you're don't, like, I don't want to. I, I feel like. Creepy. Yeah.
1: All right, so then, uh, so both of you would be flight. You'd say he's flight, too?
3: Yeah, well, I think so.
1: Okay, to live in medieval times as a royal or in future times as a cyborg?
3: I think John would say the future. Okay, I don't think I would. Really? Because I'm just thinking your life expectancy would be very short in medieval times. <laughs> People are constantly <laughs> killing. Well, you do have a machete, so you'd probably be all right. But um, I would say the future for you. I mean, I feel like
4: in thinking deeper about the question, I, all it comes back to is like my family. And as if, if I was in the future, I'd be like, I don't have my family anymore, you know. Like in the, uh, the past, you wouldn't have them you, either. I can. Could you recreate? That? For me, it's about <laughs> cleanliness.
3: It'll be really all upset. about cleanliness, and I don't think I could deal with medieval.
0: Oh, <laughs> we yeah, thought, I, I thought. Yeah, I if you no, go
2: back
1: I, to
3: I, I
0: everything all stunk all time. in medieval times, I do this
1: all the time. I'm like, do you know how terrible it would be to live in that time when you walk through and you're like, God, there's sort of this romantic. Idea that it might be amazing, but I won't even go to one of those
3: medieval time shows. No, that's how anti-medieval times are. I was thinking, if
4: I got transported back to that time, you'd want to show off and like show all the future stuff that you know, so you can seem like some crazy wizard. (laughs) But then I realized I would not know how to do anything. I'd be like, I think magnets. (laughs) uh, I think you have to like. (laughs) Let me show you a wheel. (laughs) Dig. I, is, there's, I know metal's involved but like I think like oh, there's electricity but it's hard it's all very hard but trust me Well this, this is, it. is an <laughs> offshoot
0: question not gonna think about it. I'm gonna go shit in this hole <laughs> um. but what 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 do you think you would be in the old west like, like would you be a blacksmith would you be a gunslinger would you be a saloon owner well if those are the three choices no. it would definitely be saloon owner <laughs> oh. um, um, alright who's uh, who's stricter as a parent
3: i think me for probably sure. john yeah probably john i would say yeah
0: yeah
4: I, I feel like it it's hard to tell you always feel meaner than you may
0: be do but i'm have, also like large and mean seeming so uh, family like, family probably at, at family, If thinking. you ever see jimmy like rail into his kids and you're like jesus
4: well, just like versa. the normal scolding, you know, that that happens from right. time to time. Right. Do you allow Where each you're like other more concerned for their safety like hey, daddy's
3: like, on TV, pay attention. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do you allow each other to discipline each other's kids?
4: Oh yeah.
3: I think um, so. I mean, we never do, but I wouldn't no. have a problem with it.
4: Like I think we're the kind of family who are like you'd indulge in whatever it was and handle it exactly
3: the opposite way of how you deal with your life. Oh, we, we allow that all the time.
1: Okay, who gets annoyed more oh. easily?
3: Oh, probably me, yeah. but that's but we're both at a very high level of getting annoyed.
4: <laughs> I'll just pick Jimmy on this one so that I don't have to take all the heat for the, the being a bad parent. <laughs>
1: Who's the better cook?
4: Jimmy. Yeah, I do a lot of cooking. Yeah. You, you do? do? Yeah. I have my moments, but I don't get as... Uh,
0: do you ever use the Instant it.
3: Pot? I have an Instapot. I I have Instant Pot. I love Instant Pot. I have a sous vide. I've got a, a tandoor oven. I've got a smoker. I've got a gas grill. I've got a wood-fired mm. grill. I've got a pizza oven. Have you oven. done a cookbook? I have not. not. Are you oh, going to do a cookbook? No. I, okay. I don't really. I'm not.
1: I, I, You're not into the lifestyle thing? I, I love
3: the idea. I don't feel like I have anything new to contribute. I just make the, the basics. But you can make Jimmy money one be really it. good late night but snacks
0: you, with Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Boom. He'd True. be really Done. good at
3: making the cookbook. Like, the whole
0: look it be a of it, thing. the vibe yeah. of it, and everything. I, like I think it would, it'd be great. You could do would, a charity. Oh, my God. Component late component. Night, late a...
2: night
3: snacks?
1: I'd buy it. Come on. Come I just feel
3: that. like all my chef friends would laugh at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Who can pull a better prank?
3: Jimmy. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what I was I mean, it's doing. like... Prom, okay. I mean, yeah. you're you are born. Refer back to the penis man. Oh, you are born. <laughs> you were born I'm trained in the ways. It's like...
1: Okay. And then... I mean, who tells a better joke,
3: Jimmy? Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know that that's true. Well, I mean,
0: telling and writing is, are two different things, I guess. But I have, I have, I have
4: the rare like inspired moment yeah. where I can really like John wreck picks his spots. Yeah, right. But like at one point, like on the first, like one of the shows we worked on together, Adam Carolla, um. Because I'm dry, said to me, like, Johnny, do me a favor at the end of every day, write down a list of the things you said. You just make a note of whether it was a joke
3: or not. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, like another abusive big brother that Jonathan never asked for. (laughs) I know, he didn't hear. But
4: with Adam, I'll tell you a funny story about Adam. Uh, There was one time, all of Jimmy's friends were like part babysitter for me at one point or another. Like when I was sixteen, I'd come out and Jimmy would let me answer phones at K Rock and you know, it was like really That's fun. Cool. I'd get to go to yeah. all the concerts and hang out and That's all that so stuff. Fun. And I remember like for some reason Adam was nice enough to like drive me from the station to where Jimmy was. I can't remember the context. But um it was right before I was going to go to this theater college and Adam's like, So you're going to theater college, huh? And I was like, Yeah and he's like, and I didn't know what was going to come from him, but he's like, all right, well, uh, he grabs a CD out of his console and puts it in. It's Oklahoma. He's like, sing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plains. And I finished the song, and he's like, all right, you can go to theater college. It was like his test <laughs> to make sure I wasn't going to ruin my life and make a terrible decision. He's very
3: practical in that way.
4: But I did appreciate it, and I was like, oh, he's like his secret little theater, theater passion.
1: Well, came that, out. Then, then you're obviously the more musical Definitely. Do you can you sing? But we're
3: it's all part uh, of the. Like, I'm about a five, and John's at a ten. Yeah.
1: And Christmas? Do you say? Do you love car- the carols that do you sing? Like, are you? The I one do who annoy sort of- everybody
4: in my. family. Do you guys do big Christmas holidays? But the kids yeah, still like affair. it. The kids still are into it. Do you guys fight ever? By the way, no. I feel like no. Uh, never, never like, fight. There's never. There's certain parts of like the little brother dynamic, yeah. which feel like you don't want to like be disrespectful in that
0: way what about this if you could take something from jonathan meaning like a a trait of his and take as or your something own something that like, like like i love that about him i wish would I he get to keep it that. or i'd be taking no, it from no no him. no you no, no. Keep he keep gets it. to keep it <laughs> like oh,
1: something it. that you you know it's like yeah like his, his musical
3: ability yes
0: oh really yeah I'll, now yeah. what about you with jimmy
4: I think just his ability to have confidence in what he's doing is like uh, always like incredibly impressive. Like the kinds of like not to get into the business stuff, but like the way he could present like an idea for Mm -hmm. a concept, like Mm -hmm. he'll just sell it right away in a way that isn't I'm not really talking about it in terms of just like oh it's good
0: for your career yeah. it's just like an impressive it's just thing the, you know way it's it interesting it's it's interesting cuz we've Cause done a similar. bunch of these now and that's like a fucking theme the younger sibling yeah. and confidence and cuz well, i have the same us, thing with 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 my sister if i could take something from her it was like just her confidence her overall just Confidence of if what she's doing and her, you know, just her ability to sort of just say this is
4: what I want. Howard Stern talking to Billie Eilish and her brother (laughs) about like the same thing, but he was like, "Some songs I write, and I'm like, I wish she did it because
3: like she has that yeah yeah. ability to just like kill it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But we have, I I think you know our relationship. We have a very good relationship in general. Um, but it is complicated by the fact that we work together and that I am John's boss. And I have a similar thing with my wife, you know, or I am the boss here at, at the show. And it's, it is it is it is not a position I relish in any way. How I, does yeah, how that, do do that work? I just, you know, I just, I'm just fortunate that Jonathan and my wife and my cousin Sal and some of the other people that I work with understand the position that i'm in and that ultimately i have to make certain decisions, decisions. <laughs> even if they're different from the decisions they would make
0: do you as a family ever have moments where it's like you get pushback, jimmy i mean or yeah
3: or, and and i i always feel like if somebody especially like john or my wife feels strongly enough to push back that i should probably just give them the benefit of the doubt right you know and i think we do a pretty good job of picking our spots in in those scenarios yeah. you know and yeah and molly is tough you know like yeah
4: it's not like a pushover kind of person i am a pushover kind of person for sure but uh, I think, at, like, at my job you now... something
0: so strongly, you're like, motherfucker, I wish I could just Well, like, if up.
4: I go to sell something, I'm like, I understand why you might not like this idea. <laughs> That's how you start. <laughs> I think it's good because I can be funny sometimes. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think, like, working at the show that I do now where I'm kind of in charge, I do have, a, like, a clearer and better appreciation for, like what it means to be who everybody goes to for everything because it's a lot of pressure and also it's it's relentless with like everybody's at your door everybody's like can i have this time and you want to be like as respectful to everybody as possible but like to understand
3: more clearly like the pressure of it all like gives you a new perspective your your importance in their lives are is, is is outsized it is um it's for a lot of people that work at a place where you're the the host, the executive producer, he, he, the things that you say to them are a lot of times like things that they remember for the rest of their lives. Right. And like I don't go about my day acknowledging that. <laughs> and so like when John is running Crank Anchors, you know, he gets to experience that a little – And I mean, not that, listen, I'm a bossy person. I like being in charge. There's no question about it. If I had to choose between being in charge and not being in charge, but there are, I don't love when it carries over into our family life where Mm -hmm. it's like, what are we doing for, um, you know, this holiday? And I I feel like, like, well, I'm, I'm not really in charge, you know, uh, I mean, I'll make the decision if you really want it, but, um. I don't necessarily feel like I was in charge before I had this show. Well, does
0: Molly carry that over on into your relationship? Meaning like she makes, she thinks she's expecting you to make? No, no, no. not with Molly. No. Um, but, I mean, she would rather make
3: every decision
0: on her <laughs> <Yeah>. own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we, before we end, I just have to ask a personal, like, because Stern is like, you know, my idol, basically. When Howard was- or Daniel? daniel stern <laughs> yeah daniel stern city slickers Just so was fun the pinnacle <laughs> he's slipping with his bare feet on all that by the way i do love daniel stern <laughs> he's very fun seems nice but uh what when was the moment because you idolize stern obviously like what was the moment and when did that happen where it was like holy fucking shit stern is like in my universe right now like we are boys sort of or he's emailing you know what's funny is like what is that moment but you know i always loved howard yeah i mean
3: since i was a kid and adam carolla who was my partner on the man show he liked howard fine but it wasn't like something that he was passionate about and we went on the show together the first time, and 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 Howard took a liking to Adam and not me, and I was like, "This is ridiculous! You don't even care." You know? So, um, but then you know, I think Howard sensed my enthusiasm as the years went on, and we have a lot in common. I mean, we both, you know, I was I'm a radio guy. I think of myself in those terms, yeah. and we worked with a lot of the same people and went through a lot of the same things. And you just don't find. Too many radio guys, mm. and so we have that basis and mm-hmm. um and also you know, I think he appreciates how much I love him, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah of course so,
4: like some of the parties that happened you know years ago, just observing him i've I related to him in a lot of ways because like i'm like oh he's same still what he's like the same like Tall, nerdy yeah. guy that I am, yeah. like awkwardly wandering around at a party. Yeah. Like, you just kind of saw, like, oh, that's who we is who he He's also not is. the
1: guy you want to get on the wrong side of because he's just so smart. Yeah, although he's calmed down
3: a lot, he's he's a lot less vicious than he used to be.
1: if there's one thing that you could take from your sibling to alleviate something from them,
3: like an anxiety, like an anxiety. Well, I would say anxiety. I think John has a lot of anxiety, and Mm -hmm. I would take that from him. Yeah, why
0: do you? What? What? Like, where does that? Was that a deep seated non podcast? I went to Hoffman. Okay. I went to this place called the Hoffman Institute that Oliver, changed my whole fucking Oliver. life. <laughs> I'm doing my own podcast about it. I don't know. I was always felt very self conscious
4: as a kid. You know, like I was like, not, I just never had like a, a lot of, like I was nervous with girls and stuff. Probably, like I hate to blame my mother. It was but, like, definitely a very like, "Hey, who's that you were talking to? She likes you, you know." It was, right. it was like the opposite of the mother's, like, "I don't want you to go." It was like, "She likes you." Go out really with her, though. and we we're like. I don't now. I don't want to do, do anything. With I would
3: suggest that the deeper message being sent was: um, if you show interest in a woman or a girl, <laughs> I am going to embarrass you. So don't show any interest <laughs> yeah. and stay with me forever in my house. Yeah, Aww, which I, I mean,
0: understand. I relate to that right. too, especially now that you have kids. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain situation I, that you have with your parents. I do
4: now. relish in some of the embarrassment, and at one point I told like, I feel like the worst part of my parenting is I've like buried these deep lies like uh, <laughs> I told my son when he was born we put out this birth announcement that hit, I put I like photoshopped him into a peanut shell and then when he was old enough to like look at this picture and say why am I in this peanut shell and I'm a baby I was like well you we were born like my wife actually was like you were born in a peanut shell <laughs> and you came out of your like I, I added like that he came out of my butt in peanut shell. and so he like They're hard to digest. He's nine, but, you know, not entirely sure it's not true. And then another time I told him, like, there's one. He he was, like, exploring bad words. Not, like, he's. you know, they're both pretty, like, uh, uh, controlled with that stuff. But I was like, well, there's one word you should never say, ever, or you will explode. (laughs) It's the Q word. And I didn't have a real word to back up the Q word. I mean, there's some minor... Right, <laughs> like bad words that you can assign to a queef. <laughs>
1: queef. That's the first. I, I guess,
4: know. but it, w- it wouldn't make you explode. <laughs> no. Well, and and uh, who you are. So then, like that was a two-year Quality, slow burn, long, long, <laughs> long con. And I was just waiting for him to ask, like, what the q word is, and my answer would be, "Well, it's uh, and don't tell anybody. I told you this, but it's quook." And then he would say, "What's a?" cook and I would say it's someone who commits a (laughs) crime.
2: Oh my god! Are you
4: still waiting for no? And so I like I had to like force him to ask me. I was like planning like how can I get him to ask me? But he was like I don't want to even think about it because I don't say that word. (laughs) And then I tried that. I gave him the big reveal, and he was like I know that that's not what it is. I know it's something else. So now I like don't have I don't have a backup
0: plan. I what about what would you alleviate from your brother? jonathan um
4: i'd like to take you know the like pressure off him from like everybody else you know if i could like Mm. take the family on a trip and have him not be the one Uh, harassed about like whether it went well or not like that i I would (laughs) i feel like that's such a bummer when you're like this generous person you know it's like such a shitty byproduct of that you know that
2: well you're also a big gift giver. Well I you know, know
1: what
3: happened is really the story I think you're referring to is uh we <laughs> all went on a trip to our um like our homeland Ishkia this island you know, off the coast of Italy. Oh you're <laughs>
1: southern <laughs> Italian, you're southern.
3: Yes, and we and we <laughs> went to the, we brought the whole family and and um my dad at the end of this very elaborate and expensive trip <laughs> I over here Uh, My dad, we're in Brooklyn doing our show, and there's some distant relative, and she comes up to me. She goes, so you guys went to Ishkia?" And I was like, yeah, yeah, we did. Your father said the house was a disaster. (laughs) And I just looked over at him. I'm like, oh, he did, did he? (laughs) He just, he was like a deer in the headlights. He was caught. No!
4: The weird extra dynamic my dad has is that, like, because we all have guilt in us, he doesn't want like the person he's talking to of to feel he's like bad that he he we a had nice too much fun. Mm-hmm. Oh
2: yeah, <laughs> so his automatic is <laughs> right.
0: to like, oh yeah, oh, it wasn't
3: course. great. He doesn't want to feel like he's bragging. Oh uh, you know, yeah.
0: right, but then, so it's almost coming from a, 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 a sweet place. It is, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. But
3: and yet a very very fucked up place. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, I'm so grateful that thank you, you did this Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, thank you so, so much. This thank was you. awesome. And, and um, I don't
0: and, really talk to Jimmy ever, so this is great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good. Oh, we go. Oh, well, one, one more thing. One more thing. We do this with everything. So um, we're going to ask a question.
1: Oh, yeah. We've um, got really tough skin. We, we have,
0: yeah. We, there's don't, a, don't worry about a, hurting it's, anybody's It's being feelings. tallied throughout this first season. The oh. winner, there's a tally between Katie and myself. The winner um, will. Now there's a ten thousand uh, dollar charity of our, my choice or her choice. You know, oh. whoever wins this sort of points battle. Right, it's okay. a battle.
1: We're not we're we're new at this interviewing thing. Yeah, and so it's basically like, who do you like better? Who do
3: you oh, like hey. definitely Kate? Hey. Hey. Who yeah. do you yeah. like, Kate? <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I mean, listen, you <laughs> almost had us with the fly fishing. If you'd stuck with the dry fly and yeah, not attack Huey Lewis's very—that was the
0: quickest. Very reason. This for, might.
1: This might be the. This might be the hardest one. That for was you. the
0: quickest. We didn't even finish the question. I Basically, know. we didn't finish the question. <laughs> yeah. First yeah. of all, you should nymph fish. It's ridiculous <laughs> that, that <laughs> anyone. See, is this is why you. we don't like you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Oliver did say I was handsome,
3: so I might, yeah, I can back. <laughs> That was cool. Kate put her hand on my leg though, so <laughs> oh, yeah. you definitely uh, win. Fine. fine well, well, this was how, awesome. How you guys are we doing at awesome You're doing great. Great. It awesome. doing great. It was fun. We It was a lot Pretty of fun. Good. It's yeah. a right. fun good.
0: idea also. I can't believe it was so quickly that, that you guys answered Kate. I mean, that was very <laughs> fast. You're
1: not. This is going to be hard
0: I'm for me. Very, very You're very neurotic. You didn't even
1: think about it. I know. I've been
3: thinking about it the whole time. Thinking about it,
4: I—we're ultimately mean people. We didn't yeah, really right, get to just, the bottom of that, but
1: uh, Jimmy, like, maybe I was expecting. But Jonathan, I mean, <laughs> we're life, you are even quicker than Minded
0: <laughs> in our meanness. <laughs>
1: All right, I, fuck it. I um. Anyway, love right, you. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. thank you, guys.
0: Sibling Revelry is executive produced by Kate Hudson, Oliver Hudson, and Sim Sarna.
1: Supervising producer is Allison Bresnik.
0: Editor is Josh Windisch.
1: Music by Mark Hudson, a.k.a. Uncle Mark.